All right, welcome to Backyard Politics. My name is John Smith, and uh, boy, I haven't done a live uh, stream, and man, I can't tell you how long it's been, but it's been a long time. And uh, I'll tell you what, uh, just I've really been hanging back away from the news. I, I'm actively involved in Twitter, and I have conversations back and forth, and I do get my news there at Twitter, uh, at BackyardPodAZ, if that's that's my handle if you're on Twitter. But uh, I just haven't been doing a whole lot as far as uh, YouTube. And the reason being, well, there's a lot of reasons, but uh, YouTube is very difficult to get along with, and Anytime you do a show that goes against their narrative, they put you in YouTube jail. It can be a week. It can be two weeks, depending on how many strikes you have, uh, et cetera, et cetera. But, uh, <clears throat> you know, the last time I got a strike, it just, it just, you know, sent me over the top. And I have been, I was at the time I was doing some, uh, things on rumble as well, but, uh, Anyway, uh, so there we are. Uh, that's it. We're back. We're live tonight. I uh, just wanted to do a show with so much going on in America right now regarding guns. Uh, I wanted to talk about it because I happen to be a strong believer in the Second Amendment. I believe the Second Amendment is second for a reason. It's there to protect the First Amendment. And uh well, I mean, we see the First Amendment under attack. We see freedom of speech under attack. We see all kinds of uh, freedom of religion under attack, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, when the government can use the excuse of a, I don't know, a virus to shut down churches and shut down uh, businesses, et cetera, then you know the First Amendment is under attack. We also know that YouTube is shutting uh, channels down like mine, and uh, we see what uh, you know, Twitter, what's happening with Twitter, etc. all of them, right? Uh, just about any social media, except the conservative owned and uh, operated, uh, social media. So, uh, thank goodness for, uh, Elon Musk and his desire to purchase Twitter. And he's going to make it, hopefully he's going to make it a better place, a freer place to speak. So, Anyway, I wanted to come on tonight. Uh, you guys are welcome to participate. Todd Baker says Second Amendment all day. Absolutely, all day, every day. And uh, he also said they tried to put my kid in counseling all the way over in Washington because of this mess. I'll tell you what, man, that could be a whole different discussion talking about elementary schools and, well, schools in general, public schools especially, and how absolutely off the rocker these schools have become. They're outrageous. And we continue to fund them through uh, our tax dollars, and there's really nothing we can do. So on Twitter, you'll see I often use the hashtag defund public education because public education is nothing more uh, than a recruitment for left-wing liberals. And now, uh, you know, they've become groomers, too, for the LGBTQ lifestyle especially the the, uh, the trans-American or whatever they call transsexual people. Uh, yeah, so unbelievable what's going on in our, our, uh, our public education systems. But I wanted to talk about guns tonight because, again, you know, with everything that went on down in Texas, the shooting, and, and you know, God forbid uh, that ever happened again, but that shooting was absolutely horrible. But it wasn't the gun's fault. In fact, uh, a lot of people on the left now are actually saying it's time to blame the gun. 
that guns kill people. I'm not kidding you. I saw a clip of Joy Behar uh, from the the View, and uh, they uh, nobody takes that seriously. I don't think. I, I don't know. Maybe they do. Maybe people actually tune into that uh, to get their news. But Joy Behar said it's time that we admit that guns kill people. So I have one question for Joy Behar and anybody else that happens to agree with that statement. I would ask them this, if that, uh, rather than that 18 year old uh, lunatic down in Texas, rather than him buying that gun, if Joy Behar would have purchased that gun, would that gun have killed those kids? And I would love to ask Joy that because if the answer is no, well then it's not the gun, it's the person pulling the trigger. And she's not going to say that she would have killed all those kids. So we know the answer. It's obvious. It's just insanity. Uh, Todd Baker says, Musk challenging AOC to prove her Twitter followers are real. Yeah, I know. I love that. In fact, he put out a poll, I guess, Todd. He said, who do you trust less, politicians or billionaires? 75 or 76% said they trust politicians less. And that obviously he was referring to himself or AOC. And so 76% of the people uh, said that they trust uh, politicians less. And then he challenged them. He challenged AOC to actually, hey, Brooke, how you doing? He uh, challenged AOC to post the same poll on her Twitter to see what the re uh, results would be. Of course, she didn't do it. She didn't post the poll. So that just goes to show you she knows what the responses would be. And then I think it was Louder with Crowder, Stephen Crowder. He actually posted a poll. He said, the better question is, who do you trust more, Elon Musk or Sandy Cortez? And I think it was like 84%. And there was, I don't know, hundreds of thousands of voters and uh, the people that took you know, part in the poll. 86% said that they trust Elon Musk more. I mean, it's not even close. Not even, not even close. Uh, Henry Mendoza, welcome to the room, buddy. Uh, you said uh, it's Democrats with guns that are the problem. Well, you know, I mean, most of these people, and not all of them, but most of these people that are going and they're shooting up these uh, no, you know, uh, no gun zone, gun free zone uh, locations, schools, and and uh, you know all these other places. Uh, well, they seem to be part of the left wing. And uh, they, they turn out to be crazy. So, well, obviously they're all crazy, but most of them turn out to be uh, like these environmental nuts and stuff like that. Now, have you noticed, and this was going on a while ago, but I don't know if you guys noticed or not, but uh, there was quite a few shootings that were taking place on army barracks uh, for a while, military, uh, you know, military barracks and things like that until... Until I think it was Trump actually allowed uh, people to be carrying on military bases. See, that stopped. I, I don't remember if it was Bush or if it was Obama. One of them. It might have even been as far back as Clinton. I can't remember. Uh, but one of those presidents, one of those progressive presidents, they actually made it illegal for soldiers and such, anyone in the military, to carry on a military base. And so people were shooting up military bases because there was no way to protect each other. Well, Trump reversed that. He allows people on military bases to carry now. And 
we haven't heard of a military shooting, a military-based shooting in quite some time. So that's the that's one of the solutions. One of the solutions is to make these gun-free zones killer-free zones. And you do that by arming the people that are in these gun-free zones. You eliminate gun-free zones. I saw a video, and it's obvious, people that uh, are... Oh, we got the bear. Bear is in the room. Let's let's welcome him on. My brother. What's up, my guy? How you doing? Dude, I haven't talked to you. I know you're not feeling well. I know you're under the weather. (laughs) COVID for the fourth time. COVID for the fourth time. (laughs) Jeez. I'm like the COVID champion of the world, man. Just take some of my freaking blood. You're good. Uh, Jeez, (laughs) man. How do you get that four times, brother? I don't freaking know. Who are you palling around with? That's what I want to know. Well, you know, with my new job, dude, I had to do a bunch of interviews. So uh, two of the girls that we interviewed actually uh, tested positive, and here we go. Great. <laughs> well, it's good to see you. It's good to hear your voice, man. Yeah, how you been, man? I've been good. I've been good. We got Todd Baker in the room. Henry Mendoza's in the room. Uh, Brooke for Bama's, for Bama, not Bama, for Bama is in the room. You ain't wrong, sir. Uh, you ain't wrong, says, hello, everyone. Bet Midler twitted for the protesters to show up armed in Houston. Yeah, well, I guess that's to protest the NRA rally down there. Uh, oh, my goodness. Yeah, so we're talking guns, man. We're just talking guns, gun rights, and any solutions uh, to stop these school shootings. I know exactly. Uh, you know, I love I love President Reagan, and I think me and you've talked about this before. I, yeah, I love yeah. Reagan. I think Reagan was a, a fantastic president. The biggest mistake he ever did was closed down the mental institutions and let these crazy people out on the streets. It's the worst thing that he's ever done because when you have these people that have these mental disorders back in like the fifties, sixties and forties, you know, and so on going backwards, Mm -hmm. they would lock these people up that have these mental diseases into the institutions and keep them there for the longest time until, you know, either they got medicated and self-aware and then put them on. Um, Ben Shapiro talks about it all the time about his grandfather being put into a mental institution. They got him regulated and they sent him on his on his world in his back into his regular life. The problem is these people ain't going into these mental institutions and they're not getting the help they need. That's why the homeless population is so bad anymore. That's why That's right. we're having these gun the, these people going out buying guns because there is a place for them that we ha- still have open here in Colorado. They just don't utilize it for those reasons. Yeah, no, I agree. I I agree. I. I don't know who I didn't know. Uh, I forgot that I guess Reagan shut down the mental institutions when I was in college. Okay. Uh, we're going back to, let's see, I graduated high school in 89. So, so Reagan was already out. Uh, Bush, you know, senior was already in. And I actually toured a mental institution. It was back um, up in near Philadelphia. Well, it would have been North, North, uh, Northeastern Pennsylvania. Anyway, uh, I toured, but it was a mental institution for people that go criminally insane inside prison. So it wasn't for, uh, you know, people outside. It wasn't for, you know, the general public. It was for people that want nuts inside prisons. And I took a tour of that institution. And uh, I'll tell you what, it was unbelievably uh, eye-opening. And because people, uh, let me tell you something, mental illness, there's neuro- neurosis and then there's psychosis. And psychosis my friend is absolutely troubling and terrifying. And um, I, I can't even explain when you're around someone that has manic flight of ideas or uh, people that just, uh, they, they need medicated so they don't kill people. 
I, I agree 100%, man. And like I said, if we could just re, I, I understand the, the stigma that was the insane asylums back in the, you know, the 40s, 30s, up, I think probably into the 70s, where they were doing electric shock therapy, which uh, Carrie Fisher uh, was a huge fan of. Um, <laughs> they, they were doing all these things to these people. And, you know, what were they drilling into their heads? Yeah, the lobotomies and stuff. Yeah, I, I understand why they, they, but they could have regulated those further. They could have made it to where they don't have these issues going off, uh, you know, make sure they're only being taken care of in a humane way. They regulate everything else. Why couldn't they start regulating these mental institutions? Instead, they went and they locked, they, they closed them. Right. And now we have all these people that are homeless uh, on the streets. And um, I mean, because guns don't kill people, people kill people. Not according, not according to Joy Behar on The View. She said it's time now that we admit, I don't have the clip, unfortunately, but you can look it up on YouTube, but it's time that we now admit and start telling ourselves that guns kill people. And so my question for her, Bear, you weren't on yet, but my question for Joy Behar and any one of these idiots that believes this is my thought is this. If I give that gun, that gun that killed those 19 kids and those two adults down there in Texas, if I give that gun to Joy Behar, will that gun continue to kill people? Well, yeah, probably her husband and family because she probably doesn't know how to properly use one. <laughs> oh, touche. Good point. <laughs> Good point. Yeah, she'd, she'd point it at her, like, at her husband and, hey, look what I have. Yeah, because she's stupid. But, yeah, so, but no, but, I mean, no one's going to say yes. If you give me the gun, the gun will continue to kill kids. Right? No, of course not, dude. I mean, they're, they're like I, I was talking to Gator one time on in on a live uh, or yeah, on a live. And he was sitting there. He took his his weapon out, you know, indiscreetly and was yelling at it, screaming at it, trying to get it to kill him. And, you know, it, it just sat there. It didn't kill anybody. It didn't kill anybody. Interesting. I mean, people don't realize that it, it's the, the dumb people out there that don't know what they're doing. Uh who aren't and you know and my question is again I'm not blaming the parents on the all, on this but where the hell were the parents at to you know make sure their son wasn't doing these things well the dad was nowhere to be around uh, nobody knows where the dad was uh, oh. the mother was a raging alcoholic and a, a complete idiot and uh, he hated his mother and he hated his grandmother because his grandmother wouldn't let him sit around and smoke dope all the time um I'm sure the I think he killed his grandmother too, right? He, he well, I don't know. He shot her. I don't know. I think she's the one that made the original call uh, that he was going out to kill people or that he tried to kill her. I don't know if she's dead or not. I know there were two, um, two teachers and 19 children or 20 children, something like that. It was 21 oh, yeah. or 22 people. I don't know if she's dead. Okay. Not a hundred percent sure. I was just watching and I saw that, that, uh, that he did shoot at the grandmother and, and they were interviewing the grandfather about it. But dude, like you, I, I feel sorry for everybody that lost their lives. Kids should not be taken. Shouldn't, they should not lose their lives in that kind of way at all. Kids shouldn't lose their lives at all. Um, and it's, it's sad and it's heartbreaking when you, when you listen to these stories of these people and I, and I'm all for people, you know, I'm all for parents rights and I'm all for people living, man, but you can't sit there and, and blame an inst, uh, a, not an inedible object for something that happens. This person made the decision to go and shoot his grandmother, get chased by the police, go, uh, go into a school and open fire on these kids. I mean, 
It's That's definitely right. not the gun's fault. The gun, the, I'm sure the gun wasn't sitting there, you know, hey, bro, why don't we go kill your grandma? And then he gets it and then he goes off and then like, hey, bro, why don't we just run over to the school? I mean, I've, I'm sure the gun wasn't telling him that unless he was schizophrenic. And then, you know, and we could, again, that goes back into opening up the mental institutions. Oh, uh, Todd Baker says the grandmother's dead. And then you ain't wrong, says grandma's still alive. So, uh, I guess the dad came out today saying he wished he killed him instead. How about that, man? I'll tell you what. Wow. Oh, yeah. That- so to your point, to your point, Bear, uh, if you recall, when Trump was running for president, one of the things Hillary Clinton and other left wingers were saying, he was running against Hillary, of course, but all these other left wingers, uh, whether it was in the media or politics or whatever, or Hollywood, whatever, they were all saying that you can't give Trump the codes to the the uh, the nukes, right? The nuke codes. Well, why? If it's the weapon's fault, wh- who, what difference does it make who the president is, right? So why would they why would they worry about Trump having the nuke codes if it's actually the weapon that's involved? But it's never just that. It's only when it applies to guns is it the gun's fault, right? Because no, it's it's always the the. Uh, Armalite rifles that they that they sit in there and they're blaming. It's never the handguns that probably kills ninety percent of the people in South Chicago. It's only the Armalite rifles. Are yeah, exactly. Oh, you mean the assault rifles? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Mainstream media assault rifles, but AR actually stands for Armalite. Yeah. Well, that's right. And as soon as you mention, as soon as you think that it stands for assault rifle, you immediately, uh, you know you're no longer allowed to talk about guns or gun safety. So you should at least do your homework enough to know what AR stands for. You can't even own an assault rifle that was built after 1984 as a civilian. (laughs) No, unless you purchase one from a collector, like a, like a fully automatic, but you have to have a specific, it's got to be made before like 1972 or something like that. 1984. Is that what it is? Yeah. Cause that's when um, president Reagan uh, sign that law into that sign that law into effect. Yeah, there are states in the union that do allow you to own those guns, but you have to have a specific permit to do so. I think Wyoming is one, and uh, I, I believe Arizona is another. So, and it and it takes over a year to get it. People don't realize, man. In order to own any kind of weapon, uh, I was reading an article that said that you had to uh, that how easy it was to buy a. The, the weapon that this young man used to to murder somebody these, these people they don't realize that you could order it online you could pay for it online but you can't they won't deliver it to your house they deliver it to a federally licensed area that's right or where you could at that point go pick it up do a background check and then they will release the weapon to you oh i thought you could just go online and just order it and just get it shipped only on tuesdays man i guess yeah, because that's what I thought. Uh, I thought the mainstream media and like the left wing was saying that I could just go on onto like Craigslist and I could buy a tank if I wanted to. Legally, and, you, you can own a tank. And they would just deliver it to my front door, right? <laughs> yeah, dude, I can see you going to work in a Sherman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. Gas prices, I don't know if I can afford it. Probably runs off diesel, too, I would assume. It, it would. So you're, uh, like here in Colorado, it's like over five bucks a gallon. Yeah, over 519. But that's a whole nother story. 
So here's the, uh, I want to talk about solutions because no one's really talking about real solutions to the gun problem as far as uh, shot, you know, like uh, these, these multi-killings taking place in schools and things. It's, uh, it's, first of all. It's not a, first of all, it's not a gun problem. It's a people problem. It's a people problem, right? We know that. And so, and, and I think, you know, unless, um, unless you're a deranged idiot, uh, you know, I think everybody agrees that it's not a gun problem. The gun doesn't make that decision, right? The gun is an inanimate object. It doesn't make the decision. It doesn't hate. It doesn't love. It doesn't feel. It doesn't think. It doesn't have, you know, it doesn't have a conscience. It's a gun. It's a piece of metal, a bunch of pieces of metal put together. Uh, so if you think that the gun is the problem, then you're probably, uh, I don't know. I don't know if we can help you. But here's the thing. When it comes to schools, okay, we know this. Uh, I, I've talked to police officers about this. And first of all, the, the amount of money, let's go the police officer route first. First of all, police stations are too small for the amount of police. And they, we need to hire more officers. And these police stations are too small. And so it's in my opinion that every school should have a satellite police station inside the school. Okay. And there should be one or two officers that are stationed to that at all times. So they can come and they can go, whatever they can, but there should always be one or two officers that are armed that are working in that satellite, especially in high risk areas. Okay. I don't know if that's even a thing anymore. It seems like anywhere's high risk, but we can start there. Second, the amount of money that this government is sending around the world not just to Ukraine, but to other countries around the world, we could be taking that money and we could be putting uh, lockable doors like buzzers and uh, metal detectors in every entrance and exit in every school. Well, that so here's the problem with this with this with this school shooting is they, they schools already do that. My kids already have metal detectors in the school. They already have locked doors. Um, you're, uh, I'm not even like when I pick up my kids, if I need to pick them up for a doc, uh, for like a doctor's office, we can't even go into the school. We can only go into the mezzanine, the mezzanine, and then uh, ask them to come out. And we have to wait there to sign out our kids. So th those things are already in place. What happened in this school is some idiot left the door open. They, they propped it open. Yeah. But see, for me, what I would do if I was president of the United States and I could make some of this stuff, I would actually go and I would reopen the mental institutions. That's what I would do. First thing I would do is reopen them. Yeah. And, if you, and if you follow into any of these, these categories, we, you could get sent there either, either criminally, if they find you homeless and you're doing crazy things, you could go, you get sent there criminally. And I wouldn't even, you know, I don't know about you, John, but I wouldn't mind paying a little higher tax to my state to do this. Okay. Second of all, uh, I would go and I would, you know, and they already have gun law. They already have gun laws on, on the books that are already being enforced. These right. people are the ones that are slipping through the cracks. If you're 18 years old, my guy, there's no way that that you most people don't even have a criminal background at that point. And no. I, I and I 100% agree with you. Why not have a, a either a armed security, you know, have a veteran presence in uh, you know U.S. military uh, presence in there, train these teachers in for crisis situations because they're not there being. You go. And then th uh, fourth, look. Uh, Look at the situations. Yeah. I mean, that's that's where I'm going next. So not only do we put maybe some satellite police stations in these schools, but we should be training and arming teachers who are open to it. 
I'm not saying force it upon them, right? Because there's people that just will never feel comfortable and that just aren't qualified or smart enough to use a gun, but offer it. Maybe there are teachers in each school that are willing to go through tactical training and train them. And here's another thing about this, this specific shooting. There were 14 minutes between the first call and the time he entered the school and he was shooting at people. So there was a live shooter in that neighborhood. That school should have been on lockdown and that school was not on lockdown. That school should have been on lockdown. Every one of those doors, entrance ways, everything should have been checked. And if there was a door propped open, that makes me wonder if this dude had help on the inside. I don't know. That's the first time I had heard that from what you said. Yeah, like I, what, it doesn't make sense to what all this happened because you got to remember Columbine. What that in what ninety nine was the most, um, was the most crazy when Eric Harris and Dylan uh, Klebo went into Columbine High School and they did the rampage, which was the first of its kind, I think. Um, dude, I, I don't, I don't think it lasted very long. I think Columbine only lasted what five to ten minutes. I think it was. Yeah, I yeah. can't remember, but they, they took they. They, they trapped him in the bathroom and then they, they, the police end up doing what they had to do to end the Columbine. These cops are out there were scared to even go in. Dude, your whole job in, as a police officer is to go into the into these things. You know that there's a chance that you're not going to survive. You That's know right. every day you put on that badge and there's a chance you got to die. You got your, your job is to be a peace officer and to go in there and bring peace to, to the area that you're in. Sometimes, some of these cops were were too damn scared to go in there. And that's why he got extra time because they were scared. They were going to get killed, bro. Dude, he was in there for an hour, brother, an hour. He was in that, that classroom for an hour. And so they said that he had barricaded himself in that, uh, that room. And that when the cops went to the room, he was returning, he was firing at them. So they left, they retreated. And they claim that he was barricaded in there. Now you tell me, what does that even mean? Because here, here's a good point. And someone made this point earlier. I was listening to the radio and someone made the point of this. Cops, they have battering rams. They've got ways. If, if they're going into a drug home or they're going into, you know, something like that, they can, they can easily take down a door. So the, the press was, you know, they were pressing him on this. They were asking him, this cop, about this. Why, how was it barricaded, and why did the police officers retreat, and why did they give him an hour? And they they refused to answer the question. Oh, I misspoke, dude. Uh, Columbine lasted 50 minutes. But you got to remember, Columbine was the first of its kind. So you expect it to be messy and screw-ups, you know what I mean? Dude, right now, school shootings and shootings in uh, grocery stores, those are, I hate to say this, but they're almost commonplace anymore when, when you have a, uh, a Democratic president. Um, that's my problem with all this, my, uh, John, is we already we should already be trained in to handle mass shootings. Um, we should, oh, yeah, I, yeah, I know. They're the, Dylan, I, yeah, they, they committed suicide in the bathroom. But they had, they had been, they got trapped is what I was saying. They got trapped because I remember watching it on TV. Um, they got they got trapped into the bathrooms and they committed suicide because they didn't want to, they were they were cowards they didn't want to face the consequences, right? Same thing with this guy he's a coward. 
total coward. I mean, come on. If you're going to go in and you're going to shoot these people, uh, I mean, not only coward is like the like the last thing. Right. I mean, that's like the least of this guy's problems. Oh, he's a kid. Dude, he's a coward for going into the fucking into going into an elementary school. Seriously, dude, you're going to go into an elementary school with freaking six year olds up to like eight year olds in in there. You know what I mean? Are you that much of a coward, dude? If you go into an army base, I guarantee you he, he wouldn't have last very long. Five minutes, one bullet. It would have killed him. Yeah. Now, if so, if you had armed teachers in there, right, that were if that teacher was armed that he went into. It, it could have it turned out completely different if there were armed people in the hallways, if there were armed, you know, guards at the doors and stuff like that. Uh, it, the solution is not remove guns, because obviously that's what the left wants. The left wants to get rid of all guns. They want to get they want to you know, they they pretend it's all about assault rifles and all this other BS. But ultimately, they want they want Australia. They want all guns removed, which has become a totalitarian totalitarian state. Uh, to where the people can't even stand up for themselves because they're being tore up in, in, in Australia. Remember, remember the COVID protest? They had no way to protect themselves. So, and and you know what? Uh, conservative Texans um, says something correctly. You know why schools are one of the most targeted places in the, in the country because they're gun-free zones. That's right. That's exactly right. If you remember, Bear, you might have even been in the military when this happened. I don't know. Uh, but if you remember, I talked about it at the top of the hour here. Uh, there were a lot of shootings that were taking place on military bases. And that all ended as soon as Trump allowed people to carry again on military bases. As soon as that, as soon as Trump changed that, we don't hear about shootings in military bases anymore because people don't realize this, but military bases were basically gun-free zones. They weren't allowed to actively carry. Yeah. Our own military. Yep. Why did an 18 year old target 10 year olds? Cause he's, yeah, he is a coward and he has a mental yeah. illness that definitely needed, needed help. He needed help. Dude, this is a tragedy on all parts, man. Can you, you know, I'm not trying to uh, full put sympathy into the person, the, 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 to the shooter, but can you imagine how guilty the mom probably feels or the grandmother or the grandfather or his father feel? We raised somebody that just killed 21 fucking people. This is a tragedy all the way around. The lost kids, the lost te- uh, teaching staff, the lost uh, the 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 parents that that raised this ki- asshole, this this idiot, this this person with a mental illness. That's what I mean. This is a tragedy. Uh, you ain't wrong. Says allegedly he was not graduating with his class, and the senior class was supposed to have their senior walk at the elementary school. Yeah, you ain't wrong. I heard that uh, he actually was a dropout. That he decided to drop out of school. I don't know if that was correctly or incorrectly uh, reported, but that's what I had heard. Uh, that he was a dropout. He was a failure. You know, is what it is. That's why he's working at Wendy's. And no, no, nothing against that. But I'm just saying. Uh, you know, the, there was a lot of signs, I suppose. it's I don't like to be the, the Monday morning quarterback and go back and say, well, you know, he said this, so he should have been. But I, there's got to be, there's got to be uh, mental awareness checks or mental health checks and things like that. And if people, and I'm not for red flag laws, I think that's a real slippery slope. But uh, I think parents need to recognize or grandparents or whoever the guardian is, there's got to be signs 
that your kid is uh, exhibiting that well, you need to be, you know what I'm saying? You need to, you can't be sweeping things under the, under the rug. If your kid is showing signs of being a lunatic, then you need to take that serious. You would do it to say, you would do it if, if your sign, your son was showing signs of cancer or something like that, you would take him to the hospital. If he's showing signs of being a lunatic, you need to take him to the hospital. What's that? Uh, I believe that this this gentleman was already on a on a FBI watch list because of some of the stuff that he was doing. Dude, th these these are every this is things I'm telling you about, man. If we had the mental ill, you know, the these hospitals open for these people with mental illnesses, I guarantee you the, these things wouldn't happen wouldn't be as prevalent as they are now. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh Todd Baker says what? Crossdresser. Yeah, I had heard wasn't wasn't it reported that he was a crossdresser, and uh, of course the uh, you know the trans world is having a fit over that. They're saying that it's not true. I don't know. I had heard that multiple uh, reports, and I I it was tweeted by uh, you know some some high high up people you know check marks on the on Twitter. So I don't know. <laughs> It says, yeah, I've shared the pictures on Facebook. Okay, so he must have been then. He, uh, he had mental illness, man. That, that, that's no, what no, Yeah, no question about it. And the thing about it is, uh, you know, we're seeing a massive increase, and Bill Maher actually talked about this, a massive increase in the amount of people who think they're the opposite gender, right? Because they're being groomed in schools. Schools are grooming people to believe this nonsense and they've been grooming kids since they're in kindergarten and they're teaching them to believe that they're crossed, you know, they're, they're not the right gender or they're gender fluid or whatever. Right. And so they're confusing kids and they're, they're putting this, I don't even want to call it a mental illness. I think it's a spiritual illness. I think our country is suffering from spiritual illness. I think that, uh, we have replaced theology with ideology. I think we've replaced God with politics. We've replaced God with money. We've replaced our faith with uh, worldly views. And we're raising our kids to be godless. In fact, uh, one of the things I, I had mentioned I was going to talk about was uh, this uh, thoughts and prayers hashtag. If you go to Twitter and you search hashtag thoughts and prayers, you're going to see a lot of people on the left saying that they don't want to hear your thoughts and prayers. They don't want to hear anything, uh, any scripture. They don't want to hear about God. God is dead, this, that, the other thing. So they're using this thoughts and prayers to uh, basically go after people that are actually praying for these families. Because what can we do, right? If I'm sitting at home, Bear, you're sitting at home, and we hear this news that these 19 kids were just murdered, what can I do about it in that moment but pray if, if, if I'm a faithful person? There's nothing I can do. I can't change anything in that moment. I and so these, does that make sense? Yeah, it does, dude. But the, I think Whoopi Goldberg is the one that started that. Of course, it was Whoopi um, on the on the view. She says, I'm sick and tired of hiring all these Congress people 
say, you know, thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers. Well, what, what else are we supposed to do? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And so they're going after the people of faith and they're raising these kids to believe that there is no God, that there isn't that thoughts and prayers are a waste of time. Right. So they want to replace prayer with legislation, with legislation. That's right. Because their religion is their ideology, their left wing ideology. It's pretty scary. It's crazy how you what you see in the in the world today, man. Is after the was it the nineteen seventies when they took prayer out of school? It lot the fall of the of the youths have uh, have definitely hit a different place. Yeah, and it yeah, sucks. One hundred percent. It sucks. I just you know all you can do for these situations. I mean, I'm not a politician, so I can't sit there and say. You know, I want to make legislation. No, man, I could just send my thoughts and prayers. If I have the money, I'll donate. Mm -hmm. Donate some cash to. But other than that, it is what it is, dude. I, I there's nothing that I could do to, to stop this. I can't go back and change that this person should have been in a mental institution. I can't change the fact that he was legally allowed to buy these weapons because obviously he was. Um, right. Like I said, people fall through the cracks, and that's what happened here. He fell through the cracks. Well, he had no history, right? He had no criminal background. So this whole background push, right? I mean, as soon as Sleepy Joe heard about the news, he couldn't wait to go out and push the, the background checks. Well, a background check wouldn't have caught this man. Nope. And so they, they just blanket these, these left-wing solutions to these problems, and these, prob the, these solutions don't apply to these killers. So a background check would not have worked. Even, gun laws would not have worked he was he was legally 18 he legally purchased the weapon oh dude well here here's the here's the here's a here's the thing dude in most states a lot of people don't know this if you're a juvenile under the age of 18 and you get convicted of a crime you're adjudicated you're not convicted you're adjudicated so that what that means is is any crime that you committed under the age of 18 unless you're charged as an adult let me emphasize that because i know a lot of people will sit there and fact check me unless you were charged as an adult you will your your criminal record falls off off on your 18th birthday just falls off automatically so even if this guy was the worst youth of all time man at 18 unless he was charged as an adult for a crime he was going to have a clean background anyway so nothing yeah. would have been found in his background things happen that's right things happen that's right exactly right todd baker says when we were growing up everybody went to church today how many kids are actually being taught moral beliefs very very few Todd I would be very curious to ask it to find out if this kid ever went to church and I'm not saying church is the solution I'm not saying that but what I'm saying is that we have no uh, foundation of morality in this world anymore when you have a an entire political party when you've got 50% of this country who are in favor of abortion up until the last day prior to being delivered. And some people even say, well, you know, maybe we could even push it out to maybe a week or two after birth, right? There's no regard for human life, none. And so we instill that into our children. Hey, can you give me we, one second? Yeah, go ahead. We instill that into our children. So there's no no regard for human life. Humans are worthless.
So when I pick up an AR-15 and I start just pumping bullets through the skulls of 10-year-olds, their lives mean nothing to me. It's, it's not a reality. Who cares if I kill somebody? Who cares if I shoot my grandmother in the face? Who cares if I end up getting shot and getting killed? Because life means nothing. Why does life mean nothing? Because 50% of the people in this country will take a human life, whether it's 15 weeks or nine months, they approve of that abortion and they, they have parades about it and they talk, they get on Twitter and they get on TikTok and they talk about how wonderful their abortion was. And these young kids look at that and say, well, I guess life means nothing. So if life means nothing, who the hell cares what I do? Oh, anyways, uh, let's see. Uh, Texan says, uh, ain't it strange? They had, uh, they had this happen in Texas the same week as the NRA in, uh, is in Houston and most of the elite are in Davos over there and I guess Switzerland while closing in on election season and the door to the school was open. I'm telling you. Yeah. Uh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah, it blows my mind too, Brooke. Uh, seems like a setup. Well, it does. And, you know, I don't want to go all... Um, uh, who's the guy that said that the other one, Sandy Hook, was uh, a conspiracy? I don't want to go there because there's dead bodies laying all over the place, but it sure does seem uh, pretty sickening, some of the things that had to uh, had to have happened. Uh, you Ain't Wrong says he looks like an emo kid. Yeah, well, you know what? It's funny that you say that, You Ain't Wrong, because the kid was cutting his face. He's a friend of his who who actually – did you hear about that, Bear? Yeah. He was a this dude was taking a knife and he was literally lacerating his face, his own face. That's why I was that's why I said, man, like this dude had serious mental issues. Serious. He even had messages on social media talking about how he wanted to do this. And he even called I think he called it out on social media that he planned on doing this. Yeah. Um oh yeah, he did. Like, about like, like a year 30 minutes before or something, didn't it? Wasn't it? No, he's had done it. I think he sent it out um I think he said it out like he had plan he's been planning this for over a year. That's why he went and got a job. That's why he got that job at Wendy's was to save money for these weapons so he could order on his 18th birthday. So he had been planning this for a long time. Again, that's why I reiterate back that we need to open mental uh, insane asylums again. There's nothing wrong with it. As long as you're treating people as people, dude, there's nothing wrong with it. Regu regulate the shit out of it. Let me take a, let me take a survey here in the in the chat. Press a five if you wouldn't mind paying like an extra 50 cents a month in taxes to, to fund a mental a, an asylum. Seriously, where we could send these people and get the help that they need. I wouldn't mind doing it. We're taking care of them anyway with food stamps and Medicaid. Why not? Yeah, exactly right. You know, if my kid was in high school and he was wearing cheerleader outfits and he was cross-dressing, and he was had scars all over his face and cuts all over his face. And he was on social media talking about how he hates his grandmother because she doesn't let him smoke dope. Uh, so apparently he's a dope smoker too, right? Which, hey, whatever. But uh, just saying, I'm just saying, I'm not, a, I'm not a proponent of that. We can get into it. That's an argument for a different day. But if all these signs are showing up, the kid needs help. The kid should have got help. 
I 100% agree with you. You look at people already put fives in the chat, man. People. Yeah, exactly. He does. Look I, like I would have no problem with that. He does look like Richard Ramirez. <laughs> he does. He really does. The <laughs> yeah, he's a creep. Did you see, uh, I think it was ABC who ran a picture of this, uh, this dude and they whitened his face so that he looked white. Oh, he was one of us. He was a Latino. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm just saying, like, this is the this is the extreme that the media will go to to push their narrative. Oh no, I you know, I'm one of those people. You know, he was he was one of us. I, I we'll we'll take you know, white people have been taking it for a while, man. Um, we'll definitely take this one. <laughs> Unbelievable. You ain't wrong. Says he was texting someone around 5:42 ish that he was going to do something. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. Um, that he was uh, Hispanic or Latinx, whatever, you know, and uh, maybe he was Latinx with the whole cheerleader outfit. Who knows? Right. He could have been. But, uh, you know, he's Latino. He went and he shot up a bunch of Latinos. And, uh, you know, so the media was actually a little bit upset that they couldn't make it about race. Oh, you, you can't. I mean, this. Bro, I've never seen a white person with the last name Ramos. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, I mean, you gotta remember us. We come in all color. Look at Canelo Alvarez; he's freaking redhead, freckles, Latino. I mean, oh, we yeah. come in all colors. Yeah, I mean, you get all the way down into Mexico City; they look more like me than they do you. Oh yeah, that's because the Spaniards came over, came over what, in the 1600s, and they destroyed, they, they conquered freaking the the Aztecs. So yeah, dude, yeah we're. We come in all Latinos come in all colors, races. Look at um, Puerto Ricans; a lot of them look black. Cubans look; a lot of them look black, and they're they're us. <laughs> they're Latino. <laughs> That's exactly right. Well, yeah. So, uh, so I I don't know. I mean, there's got to be solutions, but I don't think until we get to the bottom, like we can we can put police in schools and we can put you know armed arm the teachers and we can do all this stuff, but until we get to the bottom of the uh whether you want to say it's a mental illness problem or it's a spiritual illness problem you know that's the bottom line that's where we got to get down to if we think that we're going to prevent any of these things in the future we've got to stop coddling mental illness and we that's really, what we're doing we really freaking do mental yeah. illness is a problem here in the united states and we've glorified it for too damn long and you know what? When you when you got a country that's built on mental illness, and you stop treating mental illness, and you start uh, accepting mental illness as the norm, this is what you get. That's right. That's right. I mean, we celebrate uh, kids that are young that you know these boys that think they're girls and girls think they're boys and all this type of stuff. We celebrate that when in reality we should be maybe getting them help, right? Mm -hmm. Instead of, you know, and, and the weird thing about the scary thing about it is that the Democratic Party, they are totally OK with these uh, puberty blockers, giving kids as young as, I don't know, seven, eight years old puberty blockers and not letting the parents know about it. They're all for that. And so my question to you, Bear, and maybe to the, the chat room as well, is why are these people, why are so many of these trans people? Uh, why are they attracted to the education field? Be I think I think there's 
this is why I think I think a lot of these people that are into this um into this movement or whatever you want to call it they go into school taking these stupid ass classes instead of instead of actually taking a a class uh, getting a degree in business or something that's going to better their lives they get it in the social justice uh degrees and then they turn around and, and could go into teaching which is an easier job field to get into i think it should be harder to be a teacher in the in the education system than it should be to become like a pharmacist or something like that because i would rather have somebody and this is going to sound completely wrong i would rather have somebody treating me with you know filling my prescriptions that could count than to have somebody that educates my kids with a mental illness yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I mean, they've got it. And the, the problem is these schools aren't screening. They're not trying to keep these people out, right? These people are all over TikTok, these, these lunatic teachers. And if you notice, it's the left who keeps pushing to further fund public education and to, you know, let's celebrate teacher day. And they worship these teachers because these teachers, in my opinion, Okay, this is just my opinion, but these teachers are basically the ground troops for this left-wing socialism that's being pushed through this this country. They're the ones that are on the front line, dude. And oh, they are they're taking our kids from the minute they walk into preschool or kindergarten, first grade, and they are grooming them to be little socialists, little Marx, marxists. I think we should abolish the Department of Education. I oh, think 100%. I think the state should be allowed to choose their own education because I mean, think about this, John, you've been a color, you've been to Colorado, right? And you've I lived have. in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Do you think, and again, I, I probably, I want to just read her. I probably picked a bad, you know, a pharmacist, probably a bad analogy, but it was the one that came to my head. Cause I'm sick. Um, <laughs> but anyway, what, what goes on over there in Pennsylvania and it's completely different than what the economic situation is in Arizona, which is completely different to what it is here in Colorado. So like here in Colorado, I think, you know, we should be teaching farming. We should be teaching fishing. We should be teaching agricultural stuff. We should be teaching stuff that's going to be uh, beneficial in Colorado. And mm -hmm. up, up in Pennsylvania, there's, there are still, there, there are industrial, um, industrial area. So they need to learn how to do uh, metal metalworking, welding, um, electrical, stuff like that. Then in Arizona, I don't know, maybe learn how to build sandcastles. I don't know. <laughs> but, right. but you know what I mean? Everything is different in different parts of the world. You can't sit there and have the same education taught across the entire country because not everything you're going to learn is going to work to where you're at. Yeah. No, you're exactly right. Uh, you ain't wrong says there was another underground tranny show uh, at a school recently. I had saw that. I had heard about that. I heard it was Hempfield High School. And the only reason I remember that is because there was a Hempfield High School not far from where I grew up in Pennsylvania. I don't know if it was that school or not. Oh, it was it, your place? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, I went to I went to a different school, uh, but Hempfield was nearby. Uh, but it was a big school. Uh, it was on the other side of Green uh, Greensburg, Pennsylvania. So, kind of, so you know. But it was. Uh, I heard the the word Hempfield. I didn't know if it was the one that was near me or not. I don't know if there's other Hempfield high schools. But these little kids, dude, were exposed to grown men in uh, lingerie, in thongs, twerking to the the student body. Now, 
as soon as the teachers found out, and this, this is the thing, or I'm sorry, as soon as the parents found out, uh, they, of course, you know, their heads were exploding. So they were calling, um, you know, the administration, all this stuff. The administration says, oh, you know, uh, the, as soon as we found out about this, we regret uh, that this ever happened. And this will, you know, never happen again. And then it turned out it was the third year in a row that this school had this tran tranny deal going on, this show. And so it wasn't a first time. It wasn't a mistake. It was done on purpose. And the students are told not to tell their parents about it. Because your parents are old and they don't understand stuff. They're not as hip as we are. And so, you know, some kid video recorded it and sent it to, you know, showed his parents. And, uh, you know, if it was me, they would have to unscrew me from the ceiling because I would have lost it. So, so uh, would it be cool if you and I just like rented out the strippers from a local strippery, you know, heterosexual? I got it from a strip club and just take them down to high school and be like, seniors. <laughs> I mean, if they, if, they, if they could do it with, they could do it with transgenders. Why can't we do it with, with right? dollar, dollar bill, heterosexual, biological females. I'd be like, <laughs> Hey, uh, Brooke says, I'm so glad I live in Alabama because we have those kinds of classes down here. Uh, they have a fishing team, agricultural class, farming, etc. Yeah. See, that's, that's right on. That's what I'm talking about, you know? That's what actually educate our kids on something that's going to have an impact on their life. Not about thongs. Let me ask you a question. In high school, I remember I took uh, geometry or algebra, geometry, trigonometry, and physics, right? Mm -hmm. Those are the core math classes I took because I had yep. to. Right. So let me ask you this. Ask me, I, I've never learned, I mean, I, dude, I I understand, like, I don't even remember most of the physics class, which I passed with an A was. I don't even remember half of that. I remember some of the algebra and a little bit of the geometry. You, do you really need those to be a soldier in the United States military? No. Do you need those to be a police officer? No. You should be taught, and again, I'm probably completely out of bounds here. I'm just a normal guy. I think you should be taught the three R's, reading, writing, arithmetic. And then you should be taught a, a check balancing class, a money management class, because everybody needs that shop. Uh, auto shop would be fantastic to have. Woodworking, welding classes, things that you can start teaching at such a young age that a, that a parent can sign off on. You know, if our kid loses their finger, you know, it's not on the school. This is something we all agreed on. What's wrong with those kind of classes? Because, I mean, I would have rather taken a woodworking class, an automotive class in high school then I would have rather had done a physics class. Yeah. In fact, that's interesting. You say that. Um, <clears throat> no, although I did have to take physics to graduate, uh, but we did have shop when I was a kid. So I took metal shop. I took plastic shop. I took wood shop. I did all that stuff. I mean, I learned how to use a lathe, a planer, a bandsaw, a drill press, you know, a table saw, all that type of stuff. I learned how to uh, stick weld. I learned how to uh, spot weld. I used a bar bender to, you know, I did all that stuff. In fact, uh, my mother, up until she passed away, she kept everything I ever made in shop class because it was useful stuff. Like we made uh, little scoops for like a, like a sugar scoop, right? We okay. made those. We made a cutting board. I made a lamp uh, out of wood. The post had to be made on the wood lathe. I did all that stuff. 
And th- that's stuff that, you know, if you put a lathe in front of me today, I'd be able to do it. See, I wouldn't it, have a problem with it. I'm not saying not every school. Has, I, I'm saying a lot of schools no more don't even have music class no more because they can't fund it. Right. I mean, it would be those are classes that we I mean, if we went back to like the 1950s style of education, students would be would be coming out of school knowing at least somewhat of a trade that they could go and probably go to a community college, finish up, you know, getting a welding certificate, and then they could get good jobs instead of spending hundreds of thousands, like 96 to nine, uh, 50 to 100,000 dollars in college degrees. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I was talking to um, uh, Survival. Survival ha- is a electrician. He makes yeah. almost, I think he makes like somewhere, I don't want to get into his business, but he makes a lot of money being an electrician. That's right. Because, and you know what? He almost got no debt. No debt. Almost no debt from that. That's what I'm telling. I'm telling my kids now, dude, don't worry about college. Let's get you guys into a trade. We dude, get go, trade. go on to any local Facebook page and every single day, whether you know it's a local phase, does anybody know an AC guy? Does anybody have an electrician? Does anybody know a plumber? Does anybody know you know this, that, the other thing, a welder? And that's what people are looking for. Nobody gets on and says, "Hey, does anybody know a uh, a banker? Does anybody know a finance guy? Does anybody know?" People are looking for people that work in the trades because they can't do anything on their own. Yeah, Chico's is a is a HVAC guy. Chico's Tacos is a HVAC guy. You know this because you saw his van. Remember, he's yeah, an HVAC guy. He makes a pretty good living. I think his house is beautiful that he lives in. Absolutely, he's a single dad, man. Yeah, he's and hustling. He, he's an HVAC guy, making money, survival, making money. That's right. Uh, somebody said something back here. Let me see if I can try. It's, uh... Uh, where was it? It was a good point. I wanted to talk about it. Oh, uh, Brooke uh, uh, for Bama. She says, my son's school has some awesome elective classes that they can choose from. It's amazing. And here's the thing. There's a reason why uh, there's a, uh, a phrase known as uh, redneck engineering. Okay. Because these kids down south are taught how to use their brains. So when it comes to fixing something, they don't have to hire a professional they can engineer something on their own because they were taught how to do stuff like this, how to think for themselves, how to think through, uh, you know, a problem from the beginning to the end, and they can fix things on their own. Redneck engineering is a thing, guys. Bro, it's fantastic, and I wish more schools were were, were get into this, dude. And you know, if people start doing, uh, well, look what Positively Penny says: My grandson is an electrician, my nephew was HVAC, making money. Uh, making uh, probably six figures a year. Easy. Right. And it's, I mean, it's, it's hard work, man, but you know what? Hard work gives you, gives you hard, uh, you get a, a positive paycheck. Unions are the union for, I think the electricians are fantastic. You know, you're, you're, you have a good career ahead of you. They always finding places to move you making that bread. Am I wrong? Uh, no, not at all. My brother is a plumber back in Pennsylvania. And he is busy around the clock. In fact, he could start his own business. If he wanted to start his own business and uh, just start a business unclogging drains, he could start a business and he would be slammed. He's just, you know, he's older than me. So why would, you know, he's probably, I don't know if I want to start a business at this age. But the point is he could easily do it. And he is busy. He does side work. People call him all the time. 
because people can't fix, they can't even put a kitchen sink in on their own. So they need a plumber to do it. And he comes out and just charges them, you know, a fair rate, but he makes good money. And it's probably a side hustle, huh? Yeah, it is. He does. Yeah, he does a lot of stuff on the side. Uh, He works for a big plumbing firm, but then on, you know, he does it on the side too. So making that extra under the table with Fedia, man, that good money. That's right. Brooke says, I have a friend that her and her husband are both electricians. Yeah. Uh, You ain't wrong, says a nephew of mine works for fake NASA contractor working on Tic Tac ships. I think he's an electrician. Must be. Uh, Carpentry is another good. Yeah, absolutely, Texan. I'm telling you, if you can go in and you can put up studs and you can put up drywall and you you'll never be not not busy. My team my, are always looking for something like that because they don't know how to do it. Nobody knows how to do anything anymore. My dad is a is a carpenter, and then my uncle before he passed away was a drywaller, was a hanger. Then they had another, and my uncle's nephew um, was a finisher. Dude, they would do all that stuff, bring home the money, and then somebody else would go and you know finish it up. But they, my dad would would do all the would do all the framing, and then yeah. uh, my uncle would go in and uh, hang the drywall, and then. And like uh, junior would come in and finish then they would have somebody come in and paint. Unbelievable. Uh, listen, if you're just tuning in, we've been uh, bear and I have been talking. Uh, this is uh, the conservative bear. Check out his YouTube channel. The, uh, the, what is it? TCB reacts now, right? Yep. Check out TCB reacts on YouTube. But we're talking about uh, the unfortunate situation that took place down in Texas, obviously with the 19 kids, uh, being gunned down and the two adults by that uh, sick, mentally ill, uh, spiritually lacking human being down there. And uh, we're talking about the left. Typically, you know, they don't even wait, Bear. They don't wait till the bodies are cold before they start pushing their political agenda. Dude, right? I think they would stand on their corpse if they had to. And that's what they do. These people you saw. Did you see Beta O'Rourke? show up and inter- interrupt the the uh, Abbott. uh yeah abbott's press conference yeah I'm, the guy's a sick unit man he's a sick unit right and just just so you guys know my my dad would do the framing and then so they'd hire an electrician and somebody to put the insulation in and then drywall and finish it so because i'm sorry that did i interrupt you no, no. Somebody, somebody was talking crap to me. They're like, uh, "No insulation." Oh, you ain't, you ain't wrong. Is making a joke at me. Oh, gotcha. I was like, like, no. Somebody would come and do the electrical and then the uh, insulation because my my dad has a what do you call that? Um, where it affects your skin really bad, psoriasis. So he couldn't oh, do yeah. the insulation. So, uh, but he would do the all that stuff. But yeah, dude. Yeah, Beto O'Rourke, dude. He's an opportunist. He's using this as an opportunity. Don't forget Lauren Bober schooled his ass. That's why she's our congresswoman. Um, yeah, yeah I, I know you were joking. As I said, you were making a joke. Uh, <laughs> that was yeah, good. Though. It was pretty funny. But yeah. Beto O'Rourke came to Colorado, got schooled by Lauren Bober. That's why she's our congresswoman. That's how he got a name for herself. Because um, he's an opportunist. He thinks that he knows what he's, he knows. What, he thinks he knows everything when he knows nothing. He, he thought that this would be a good opportunity to make himself known. So he could, I think he's going to be running for governor of uh Texas, he's gonna lose his ass off, dude. Nobody in Texas wants, dude. Texas, well, Texas is talking about arming teachers, and he's talking about taking away their guns. He's, I know he's completely, dude. Texas, Texas, I love that state. 
and here's the thing people like beto o'rourke and aoc and all these idiots they're playing to their their base right but what they don't realize is their base is shrinking okay when uh, when obama or uh uh, Biden, he comes out and his like approval rating is 38%. And you're going to go and you're going to be more of a kook than Biden. Biden is losing popularity faster than he's losing his mind. And it's because of his left wing, you know, I don't know, just extreme left wing views. And so when Beta O'Rourke and AOC and these other nutcases come out beyond him on the spectrum, more left, do they think they're actually going to gain ground with, come on, I, I, I don't understand it. I don't understand why Beta O'Rourke and his team thought that it was a good idea to go and do that. And just it was hours, hours, dude, after these, these kids were murdered. And he already had, he planned that because I guess had people in there saving seats for him. And as soon as he came in, the people that, he, that were saving his seats got up and left. Like I said, he's an opportunist. And Joe Biden goes and he does this little stupid speech and makes himself look even stupider instead of trying to bring unity to the country. He's all, well, we need to start doing gun laws. Bitch, this is not even the right time for that, man. We should be talking about bringing unity to Texas instead of talking right. about politics. That's why you suck at life. That's why your approval ratings are in the trash. I haven't seen Kamal. I mean, they should put a uh, an AP, uh, an AP, all person APB. an APB out for Kamala Harris because who in the know they have her shut in a box somewhere, shut down. Right. So she can't go out and screw this up anymore. I mean, they are failing. They are the only people. I, they probably think they're doing so well. Their their mental illness on for both these two idiots. They think they're doing so well that they're they're delusional. Nobody I likes them. I have a theory about Kamala Harris and her disappearance, and I think it is actually linked to Katie Hobbs' disappearance here in Arizona. Okay, this lady is the Secretary of State who's running for governor against Carrie Lake, who's going to get just annihilated, by the way. Katie Hobbs, you have no chance. Okay, you're a groomer, you're a freak, you've got no chance. But I think Kamala Harris and Katie Hobbs, I think they're vacationing over on Epstein Island together. I just, that's my guess. And that's why we, they can't be reached. But I don't know for sure. Uh, let's see. Uh, Ted Cruz. Yeah, Ted Cruz wanted to throttle beta. Jared huh? missing too. Jared Polis is missing. I haven't heard that dude come out and talk about anything either. Oh, well, it's probably over there too. All those freaks over on the freak island. Uh, I don't know, Brooke. I don't know if Meghan Markle went down to Texas. She, she put, did. She put right white roses. Sorry, my throat's all jacked. The white roses uh, oh. on the steps. You know, she had to make herself known, even though she just lost her Netflix deal. She's an idiot. Uh, you ain't wrong. Says take the AR-15. I just get a, a a mini 14 with wooden stock. Laugh out loud. Same plot. Yeah, there we go. And uh, Cyber's in the room. I love Cyber Toxin, by the yeah. way. Uh, check out his channel, Cyber Toxin, on YouTube. I would really hate it if Megan lived in Texas because I know her wife, Harry, is going to be with her. <laughs> oh, Megan. Is Megan, is she the one that's married to the, the prince yeah. or whatever? Is that who that is? Yeah. Oh, good grief. Harris, the shift salad maker. Hell yeah. <laughs> A lot of Hollywood creeps came to Texas, just political and paparazzi stunt. That's exactly right. That's I'm telling you, they they're like, oh, great. Hey, all these dead kids down there. Let's go get our picture taken. That's Gun what control. they think. That's how they think. They Let me stop. Like when we say, hey, thoughts and prayers for the families, they're like, I don't have time for that. I have to go push my ideology. Stop with the thoughts and prayers. How long has. OK, 
wasn't La- oh, okay. So we had the we had Las Vegas, right? Las Vegas happened. Then I think then after that was the King Super shooting, right? Am I wrong I'm on that? The King Super shooting here in Colorado. Yeah. Then they had another one down in the south somewhere, another Kroger. Then we had the YouTube killer who went into a grocery store. Yeah. Now we have this one. Right. And how come we're not saying well justice for Las Vegas no more? <laughs> oh, what happened to Las Vegas? What happened to the killer over there? He killed himself too. Yeah. Yeah. But how come there's no mo? No, how come we don't know anything about it? Uh, you ain't wrong says Harris, the chef salad master. Whoops. <laughs> Positively penny. She says, I think they should take the illegal guns off the streets before they take legal guns. Train and arm teachers lock the school doors. School doors are locked here. Yeah, absolutely. They're locked here too. Seems like common sense, Penny. I got to tell you, seems like common sense. Uh, conservative Texan, by the way, it is good to see you, my brother. I know we don't uh, connect very often, but uh, it's good to see you. And Buffalo, he says. I need to do a movie night again soon. Well, we just did one, didn't we? We just watched the uh, what movie? Yeah, that was we? good. We watched the, the 2000 mules 2000 mules we had that going it was me yeah. you nana and chico's yeah chico's tacos was on there what do you right. think what did you think about 2000 mules you know that's a um it's an interesting thing i i don't doubt it for a minute i think uh dinesh d'souza is right on with i, I think it's 100 accurate um here in Arizona, one of the things was that a lot of the the cameras at the polling places were inoperative. Imagine that. Imagine that. That they put up these drop boxes, right? All over the city. Oh, he's laughing. What's going on? Oh, Gator texts me and he goes, what are you? Oh, he told me to tell you what's up, Gator. Oh, he ought to come on the show. Send him the link. Send he's, him the link. He's, uh, he's going through something right now. Um, gotcha. but I, he goes, what do you guys talk? He goes, what are you guys talking about? And I go gun control. He told me to tell you what gun control is. He said, good firm grip, proper sight picture, a good trigger squeeze, rinse and repeat. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And due to the price of ammunition, there will be no warning shot. Just so you know. <laughs> All right. How do, how about the guy that blew up the RV? Oh yeah. The guy in, that was in Nashville, Todd. Right. Remember that guy? What really? happened to that story? Oh, because that was just to uh, take the servers down. Yeah, right, right, right. Now, remember the kid, and I forget where he was. He was down south somewhere, and he was a uh, African-American young man, and he shot up like a school, and they released him on bail the next day. Yep. Remember that guy? That was Texas, too. Was that Texas? Yeah. What happened to that guy? What I happened to that guy? I don't know. But you know what? Though? They, know. Still got, they still got our political prisoners from January 6th locked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had uh, a politician here, a Democrat politician here in Arizona. He was the so-called up-and-coming uh, Latino uh, Barack Obama. He was the he was going to be the national Democrat star. Well, guess what? He got caught uh, raping a, uh, uh, a fourth grader and a sixth grader, I think it was. And uh, we haven't heard much from him. In fact, the media, he they sent him to jail. They let him out two days later. And we don't know anything about this guy. We haven't heard any updates. We don't know what's going on with the guy. But, uh, yeah, he's raping little kids, and he's the next Obama. How come that always happens on the Democrat side? 
Oh, I mean, they're still going after Matt Gates. So, <laughs> and I think Matt, they've been Matt Gates has been under investigation for what almost two years now, and they haven't found nothing really on him. No, they found nothing. In fact, one of the accusers uh, said that she was paid to accuse, so she's a fraud. Uh, positively, Penny says schools educate common sense out of the children. Oh man, ain't that the truth? Parents should be allowed to participate in curriculum. In fact, I would take it a step further, Penny. I would say if you're a parent of a child in school, uh, you should be given a code and you should be able to log into your computer and uh, watch the classroom at all times. I think there ought to be uh, cameras in every single classroom that are running 24 hours a day and not like the ones at the polling locations, not the drop boxes that are in op, you know, 24 hours a day. I'm talking about cameras that actually work uh, because if I've got a, a seven or eight year old in school and the teacher, you know, is a chick with a beard, I want to make sure that this chick with a beard isn't teaching my seven year old that chicks with beards is something that's normal. Okay. You know, I you would know, rather, you know why they don't do that is because they would have you and me knocking on the door of the school, ready to beat the shit out of a teacher who's trying to manipulate our kids. <laughs> That's right. No, but it should be. I mean, honest to God, if, if I'll tell you, if my kids were elementary age or even middle school, maybe even high school, I think they would be uh, taught from home. I would do everything I could to make sure either myself or my wife were able to teach our kids from home because public schools are garbage. They're the toilet. They're the, the, the gutter of society that's why i think that we should demolish the department of education and let teaching be done by the states oh hey uh conservative texan he's getting personal he says oh bear uh what did you think of the obi woke kenobi series on disney <sighs> <laughs> so i watched it with gator um <laughs> on, he was on the phone and he watched he was watching it um yeah that um Started off woke, um, right mm -hmm. away strong whamming in the beginning. They, I mean, they basically went back to episode three and they showed uh, a strong woman Jedi slaughtering some stormtroopers or clone, clone troopers, and that's how it starts. And then uh, now they have a strong black villain who, mm. which is weird. That, that, now that's weird because a strong minority villain. But you know she's going to be redeemed at the end. So you already know what's going to happen to this individual. I think the storyline could be really good because they have Princess Leia in it, recasting. I think she plays a really good uh, Princess Leia. Uh, you know, Princess Leia was snarky and, you know, had those clips in the original series. So, I mean, it has some good things and it's kind of woke, but I kind of, um, I'm going to give it a chance, really. I mean, there's a little bit of wokeness, but it wasn't unbearable, if that makes sense. Were there any uh, trannies? There was no trannies. Well, not yet. Not yet. I mean, we're okay. only they only released an hour worth of film, so it was only two uh, season premiere, uh, one hour or two hour. But it, it was it's, not bad. It seems like any uh, stand up or any comedy, not stand up comedy, but any comedy that comes out on Netflix or uh, ABC, NBC, CBS uh, has a predominant character that's a tran tranny. No, it just seems that way. Uh, there was a show. The guy you know, that plays Andy from The Office, do you know who that is, right? I never, watched the, the office, never watched it. 
Okay, well, one of the characters, Andy. Okay, he has a new comedy show out now. Okay, it's not a not a terrible show, but his helper is a dude that dresses like a chick. Really? And they, yeah, they they don't. It, it's it doesn't play any role in the show, other than the fact that it's a dude that dressed like a chick. I don't, you know, because they're. Yeah, I mean, they accept it or uh, I guess I guess they won't get a Grammy. They're not eligible for a Grammy unless there's a tranny on the show. Right. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to, I don't mind having a gay character in the story as long as it fits the narrative. Let me, let me tell you this. One of my favorite movies. Brokeback Mountain. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> not one of my favorite chick flicks that I mean, me and Sabrina watch. I watch it with her is my best friend's wedding. One yeah. of the characters in that movie is gay. But he, it's not so in your face and so prominent in the role. You understand why he's gay. He's helping her with the dress. You know what I mean? He's he's there as her as her best friend. It makes sense in a lot of ways. Where mm -hmm. you where it's not like blatantly in your face. I I could watch a movie where it's like that, but when you're yeah. sitting there and you have a gay person just shoved down your face, just because to prove a point where it doesn't even matter in the story. That's where I got yeah. a problem with it. Yeah, I do too. I do too. I agree. Uh, Todd Baker says, did anyone hear how Tony Timpa cop got promoted and uh, now trains other police? I'm not sure. I'm not sure what that is. The guy's the guy who uh, he got killed in the street. He was a white oh. guy who was killed by, by a police officer in the street. Okay. Whatever happened to the police officers that killed the, the gentleman at the, at the uh, at the hotel in Arizona. Oh, those cops—they were let go. They were found not guilty. Those motherfuckers were guilty as fuck. <laughs> that was terrible, dude. That was absolutely. Oh my god, I watched that video. Uh, it haunts me. It was so bad. And the the kid, what, what do you have? He had like some sort of like a pea shooter that shot at pigeons or something because he yeah. was a he was like a pest control guy. Yeah, and, and somebody walked past his room. I guess they had the door open. They were getting ready to go to go have a couple drinks, and somebody walked past the room and saw him with this pigeon shooter. So they called and said there was an active shooter in the hotel. Yep. Meanwhile, the kid had a few drinks on him. So when the cops demanded he come out of the room, and he, dude, he did absolutely nothing. That was terrible. Oh my god, that was awful. that is that is one of the. I mean, Tony Tempo was bad too. Dude, but that was one of the worst videos uh, I have ever seen. I wish I knew who that guy was. And that was in know, Arizona. When you came and stayed here in Arizona, that wasn't too far from where you stayed, that hotel. Oh, really? Yeah, very close. I'm glad I didn't stay in that hotel because I would oh, be oh. haunting. Haunting. You might have stayed in the room. You might have stayed in the actual room. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I was in the room when they got in, but I'm trying to ruin your night. Uh, conservative Texan says, yeah, they also ruined part of the saying, uh, part of it by saying that the Grand Inquisitor is alive when he died in Rebels. In Rebels yep. Oh, we're still talking Star Wars? Okay. I think that uh, the Grand, I think, I don't think he, I think it's a different Grand Inquisitor that looks exactly like him. I think that's the point where they're going to go with it. But if it's the same one, who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's see. My son has a little girl. She's too big to go to restroom with daddy. He is nervous about her going into the restroom alone. He stands at the door and says, just scream. If you get scared, I'll come in. That's Penny. That's a good dad. Your son's a good dad. I think every dad, every good dad does that. Yeah, absolutely. 
<laughs> yeah. No, that's good. Uh, Brooks says, hey, Bear, Gregford told me that he wanted divorce papers on his desk ASAP. He wants me to divorce Nick Saban. <laughs> Nick Saban's a college football coach for the University of Alabama. <laughs> any, <laughs> you ain't wrong, says any rainbow-colored lightsabers. Not that I've seen yet. I'm sure it's coming. <laughs> yeah, that'll be the day. Uh, oh, I love that movie. Tony Tampa was, uh, oh, white George Floyd. Oh, did you see the, speaking of George Floyd, did you see the tweet by Obama? Did you see what he said? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he said, hey, don't forget, by the way, as we're, uh, you know, as we're thinking about all these dead, uh, you know, white kids or whatever he said, uh, let's not forget about George Floyd. So that, what a sick unit, dude. He said, fuck the Latinos. It's all about yeah. Floyd. Got you. It's all, yeah, man. Talk about someone that's trying to create a race war. Man, what a sick, sick unit. And people are, the people that voted for him, they're starting to wake up, man. They're like, this dude is twisted. Dude, do they realize that there's more Latinos in this country than there are blacks? Yeah, yeah, well, that's (laughs) right. Uh, There were 12 cops on the 9F, the ninth floor Arizona guy. I thought it was at the jail intake. There nope. were like 12. Oh, it was 12 oh, yeah. on top of 9F. Yeah. The ninth floor, man. That was terrible, dude. That was terrible. Uh, I watched that video, man. Oh, that kid was, that kid was so terrified. They let the girl go. Right. Remember they walked the girl up. Yeah. And they kept screaming. But when the dude, they treated the dude completely different than they treated the girl. He and were, his, his he pants up. were falling down. He tried to reach up to pull his, his shorts up. And they shot him like, I don't know, seven times. Oh, God, it was awful. I can't, dude. I In a freaking hotel room, like a hotel, like where the, who knows where those bullets are stopping. You know what's insane, though, is why didn't they run? Okay. He has his hands up, right? Yeah. Why didn't they... let, me, let me give a shout out to Irish real quick. I hope you're doing well, brother. Go ahead. Okay. Sorry. So this guy has his hands up, right? And he's mm-hmm. doing all the little waddle walks and all that. Why didn't they keep him at gunpoint? Have two other cops since there was art since there was twelve cops. They have two cops run and grab him and then arrest him. There should be no reason why they didn't why they killed that man. No, none whatsoever. None. The guy was not an active shooter at all. He was a pea shooter. He was probably cleaning his pea shooter. Yeah, it was literally a gun that was used like it was like a soft air rifle, like a whatever airsoft air or whatever they're called. Mm-hmm. And he was using it to shoot pigeons. He was actually from Texas, if I recall, and he was in Arizona. The reason he was in a hotel was because he was at some uh, deal for pest controllers, like a like a training or something like that. A conference or something like that. A conference, yeah. So he met these two chicks at the bar, and uh, they decided to. Uh, stopped drinking at the bar at the hotel. So they went up to his room or whatever, one of either her room or his room. And uh, he was showing them his little, his little airsoft rifle. He uses to shoot pigeons and somebody that has no idea about Here's the thing. Okay. If you're going to argue guns or gun safety or gun control or whatever, learn a little bit about guns. Don't be a complete idiot. Don't be a complete fool. And if you don't know anything about guns, and that's where it goes back to AR, if you don't know what AR stands for, don't talk about you automatically you're disqualified. You don't get a chance to talk about guns. 
So if you look in there and you see an airsoft rifle and you report that as a as a active shooter, I think the blood lies on your hands for being stupid. Stupid. You stupid dummy. <laughs> do, do you think about uh, this the person that called the cops and that guy got murdered? That person who called the cops has to live with their blood, that man's blood on 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 their hands for the rest of their lives. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Uh, DC says I'm still alive and free, so I can't complain. I'm all right though. Hey, uh, Irish, are you still down south? I think he was down south of Mexico, maybe with, with Belize. Is that where he was hanging out? Are you still in Belize, Irish? Or are you back in the states? Just curious. Are you doing any like red snapper fishing? What are you doing? What is Irish up to? That's the question. So, um, what do you think about the left getting pissed at Lauren Boebert for saying um, we didn't ban planes after 9-11, so why are we banning guns? What did she say? Say it again. She said um, we didn't ban planes after 9-11, so why are we trying to ban guns? Well, there you go. That's the, exactly. That's back to my point about it. They only go after the weapon if the weapon's a gun. Nobody tries to ban knives, right? So anytime someone gets stabbed to death, they blame the person. They never blame the knife. Right. And so when we attacked uh, Japan and we dropped two nukes on Japan, they blamed Harry Truman. They didn't blame the nukes. They didn't say, oh, it was the nukes' fault. No, no it, was, it was Harry Truman's fault. It was the Republicans' fault. No, dude, Harry, uh, Harry Truman... He talked to the to those to the weapons of mass destruction, and then they walked themselves over, and then they dropped themselves on Japan because the oh. bombs the bombs killed people, not the president that sent it. You gotta remember that. I'm being fascistic. Oh, oh. well, I, I, I thought you were educating me. I was I was very interested in hearing that that. No, but seriously, like to Bobert's comment, right? They used the planes as a weapon. They didn't blame the plane. Nobody blamed the plane. So they blamed, go, right? So this is coming from Yahoo News. Extremist Representative Lauren Bober argued on Fox News Thursday that gun control isn't the answer to mass shootings because when 9-11 happened, we didn't ban planes. We secured the cockpit. Uh, want, uh, I want our school secured. I want our children yeah. protected. And I want the teachers that can protect themselves and their students. And you know what? We can achieve that without trying to disarm law-abiding citizens. Oh, man. Imagine that. Imagine that. Using a little bit of common sense. Because isn't that really what it is? I mean, how, how do you argue? Again, Joy Bear, Behar, whatever her name is, Joy Behar from The View, she came out and she said, it's time to stop listening to the Republican Party making excuses. It's time that we admit guns kill people. She said, I don't want to hear anymore that it's the person that kills people it's not the gun. She said, no, it is the gun that kills people. So my question to Joy Behar and any of these idiots that believe her is if you took that gun that killed those 19 children and gave it to Joy Behar, would that gun go out and kill 19 more kids? I've never seen a gun shoot, it, shoot itself. Uh, you ain't wrong, says, I blame the B-29 bombers that dropped the nukes. Mm, that's right. 
So uh, one of Blame our name the plane. One of our Colorado senator, state senators, not federal senators, said we're talking about Lauren Boebert. Yes, we did. We closed airspace for two days and we did this ban all knives, no curbside check-ins, use of air marshal, and only ticketed passengers beyond the air, airport metal detectors. Flying was never the same again. We could respond immediately again if our leaders in D.C. will lead. Mm. But we didn't ban planes. We didn't ban... We, I mean, we had TSA open. We already do everything that we possibly can to, to stop these tragedies from happening except for locking up mentally ill people. Universal, yeah. we already do universal background checks. We already do a lot of the crap that they these people are asking for. There, there are people. This kid was 18 years old. He had a mental illness. He was already on the radar. Why didn't they put him in a mental institution and get him the help he needed? Instead of sitting there blaming the his Armalite rifle, they should sit there and blame the kid well, who did it. But he, here's the thing, too. I mean, I, I'm not opposed to that. But the the parents or the grandparent has to take the kid to the mental institution. Yeah. And right now we live in a society where little Johnny, oh, I know little Johnny's out killing all the, the neighborhood kittens and eating their hearts, but that's just what young kids do. He's just a boy being a boy, right? Yeah, and so did uh, Jeffrey Dahmer. He was sitting there killing cats too. That's what I'm saying. And I'm using Dahmer as an example, right? Oh, because Dahmer, that's what he did. Dahmer started by, in a lot of these mass murders, they start by hurting animals. It's like a, it's like a thing. And when animals, you know, when that doesn't, you know, doesn't do it for you anymore, then you start messing with people. And, uh, but the problem is, is these parents, they don't do anything. They see the, the writing on the wall, but in their mind, their kid isn't sick. Oh, little Johnny, he'll, he'll never go shoot up the school. Bullshit. And that's the problem. So how do you like, you know what I'm saying? You have to, and the problem is that these parents, and I'm going to go back on my soapbox, but these parents aren't raising their kids with any morality at all. They're not pulling their kids out of public schools when public schools are a cesspool. When public schools, when these teachers are pushing all this crazy anti-life crap, this pro-abortion stuff, and this pro-LGBTQ uh, and the pro-trans, you know, trans world, whatever, the parents aren't pulling their kids out of these schools. And I know that there's not always an easier opportunity. There's maybe not an easy option, but we've got to start taking a stance. How many more of these are we just going to just sit and because the more these happen, the more the left is going to continue to take our weapons away from us. Right. Mm -hmm. So we have to be vigilant too. We've got to be involved in wanting to stop these shootings. I don't think anybody on the planet wants these shootings to occur, except maybe beta O'Rourke. Right. So he can get on TV and people like beta O'Rourke, but most human beings that have some sort of soul, some sort of moral compass, want these things to stop, not just for our own rights, but because we don't want to see these kids get murdered. And so we've got to do something. I agree. We have to do something. And, you know, if parents would stop letting TV raise their kids, stop letting the internet raise their kids, 
you know, and started actually raising their kids themselves, this wouldn't be, I mean, we, then you would know that your kid's sitting there beating a, a cat with a hammer and eating its heart. You could sit there and just, uh, see what's going on. If we, right. went, if we went back to one parent working, one parent in the home, I don't care if it's the man staying home or the woman staying home, as long as we have one parent in the home where we could afford to raise our families with one, with the, with, you know, with the homemaker, whether it's a husband or a wife, um, we could do this. This country would be a lot better. Instead, though, you're getting sick. Your kids go to school, come back. Both parents at work don't get home until eight o'clock at night. Parents are tired from work and whatever. This is the crap that we're living in now. And so what's raising our kids? The Internet, the iPhone, mm -hmm. your Android device, uh, uh, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok. That's all what's raising your kids. And then they go to school and they're getting even more indoctrinated because what they see on TikTok is now being uh, pushed forward by these teachers. So they're mm -hmm. all fucked up. Kids are jacked up from the moment they, they're, they're born to the moment they turn to they graduate college. And then guess what happens at that point? While we get suicide, a college students committing suicide after college? After college, reality smacks them. Guess what? Your little, uh, your little uh, social studies degree that you got, your little uh, social justice warrior degree that you got. Guess what? You ain't gonna make shit here in the real world. Now, That's guess right. what? Now you're sixty thousand dollars in debt with no job, flipping burgers. Now you want the taxpayer, the guy who went to a community college and got a welder's certificate. You want him now to subsidize your education. So guess what? This person can't afford it. They're stuck with a degree that don't mean nothing. Suicide. It's yeah, happening yeah. more and more every day. Man, I'm telling you, you nailed it. And uh, <clears throat> it, it's crazy because uh, I worked in higher education for a while. And back in the day, like you and I, if we went to college, okay, we had to borrow the money from a bank, right? We had to go to Wells Fargo Bank or we had to go to Sally Mae or whatever. Whoever was going to issue my student loan was a bank. Now, that student loan was backed or guaranteed by the federal government. So in other words, if I decided not to pay, then the federal government paid the bank back and then the federal government came after me or however it worked. Okay. Uh, but that all stopped under Obama. Obama started the direct loans. Okay. And this is kind of getting off topic, but Obama started direct loans where you bypassed the bank. So... Obama turned the federal government, our tax dollars, into a lending institution. So when the students would go to school and they would take out a direct loan, that meant they, they were borrowing the money directly from the federal government coffers, right? Money that maybe should be spent, uh, I don't know, to, to protect our, our grade schools and our high schools, but they're lending money out to these kids, right? In in the numbers of $50,000, maybe more than that. And so these kids, like you said, they go and they get this useless, idiotic degree. And they're, they're filled with leftist Marxism thoughts and ideologies. And then they graduate. They can't find a job because they want to be the CEO right out of school. That's what they're because mommy and daddy told them that they could be whatever they want to be and they're special and they're wonderful and you know don't ever take no for an answer. And so they go into the real world, they find out that they can't get a job. So they demand $15 an hour to flip burgers. That's a whole nother story. But the point is they took our tax dollars bare, gave it directly to this kid who now is demanding that we pay the loans off. 
So I gave the tax money first. They borrowed it. Now I got to pay it back. Yep. Yep. That's what they expect out of us. But then the blood they, is boiling. I mean, and then think about this: by the <clears throat> somebody did a chart one time of how long, how many times a, a single dollar that you make work gets taxed. So a dollar that you get, you get your working tax on it. Then you get your mm -hmm. your uh, your going to the grocery store tax on it. Then you get taxed again. Then you get a death penalty tax. That dollar, by the time you by the time you actually get to spend that dollar, it's been taxed like eight times. Now we're gonna have to, now we're gonna have to get it taxed again to pay for off a dumbass college, an irresponsible person because you don't have to take out the fifty thousand dollars. You could take out ten thousand dollars, and then guess what? What they're doing is they're taking out more money than they need, and then they're just sitting there buying new cars, they're buying new clothes, they're buying oh, yeah. this and that. And trust me, I'm one of the dumbass people that did the same exact thing, except for I went to the military and then had my taxpayers <laughs> pay for it because at least I gave something back before they gave me my, you know, paid off my student loan. Right. You know, there is a way to get student loan forgiveness. It's called enlisting in the military, doing the National Guard, uh, the Army Reserves. Guess what? You, you enlist for four years. Guess what? They pay your college back. Shocker. Yeah, I got a, I got a buddy of mine. who's He's got two kids that went to Embry-Riddle uh, Engineering. It's for, um, I don't know, uh, It's is there such thing as uh, aviation engineering or something like that? Uh, very both very intelligent kids, but they both went into the military immediately after school and their college is being paid for by the military. They had to sign up for they had to, they had to sign up for six years. Hey, they don't care. One of them's going to fly um, helicopters in the military and the other one's going to fly for NATO. He's a brilliant kid. So those loans are paid off and they'll be set for the rest of their life. Uh, Irish has a great question. What is considered a useless degree? I would say lesbian studies, probably a useless degree. Uh, transgendered studies, probably a useless degree. Fashion and design. Fashion and design, probably, right? Um, I would say anything even in, um, in like uh, web design or anything like that. Yep, because you could do that. These now. kids go to web design school which you can learn on youtube right creative writing and they spend 90 to a hundred thousand dollars learning how to write code that they could learn for free on youtube yep so a lot of useless degrees out there uh irish says i didn't go to school so i have no clue how that works yeah it's uh it's totally corrupt irish i'll tell you this uh there's what they call the pell grant the pell grant is given to people that make horrible decisions in life if you're a kid and your parents or stayed together, right? And they both have good jobs. Well, you get punished. You're not going to get the Pell Grant. You're not going to get the free money. If your mom is divorced from your dad, you don't even know who your dad is. Maybe they never got married in the first place. And mom's a crackhead and you're growing up, you know, in a total shithole. Well, you'll get the Pell Grant because your parents made horrible life decisions. So you'll get the free money. That's how that works. Hey man, but some of those people that do the pal grant, they, they come out and they, um, they make good decisions and they could become good, good people. I'm no, I'm, I'm just saying, I'm not, I'm saying who gets the Pell grant and who doesn't. Yeah, I understand. It's the kids of the parents that made horrible life decisions. 
Uh, we are in a time loop. All this happens every two to three years. They keep talking about the same issue and do nothing. That's right. Iris says, I've been paying off my wife's school loans for over 15 years, too. Yeah, well, there you go. I mean, if you keep putting it off, they're supposed to be paid off in 10 years. But you can, depending on, you know, if you can't find a job or you, you can put them on hold. We got Sabrina's uh, paid off this year. Yeah, and that's that's not necessarily it's a kind of a bad move. I mean, obviously if you can't make the payments, you can't make the payments, so you delay them, but the interest is always accruing. So always. the more you put them off, yeah. And it's about seven percent. I think it's six point eight percent. Unless they change that. I don't know. Reparations, white supremes white supremes, illegals, wall building, etc. Yeah, I agree with you there. You ain't wrong. Iris says my oldest just graduated high school last week. He goes into Coast Guard. Oh, that's awesome. awesome. That was really loud. <laughs> I didn't. Uh, yeah, so that's awesome. And uh, let him know that uh, Backyard Politics, we thank him for his service and yours as well. Biden is close to passing some small forgiveness executive order, but it's not legal. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's not. It's going to, yeah, I mean, it's going to hold until election day and then after the election the courts will determine it uh unconstitutional but it's too late because all these numbskull idiots in college are going to vote for obama or biden i always get the two confused for biden because they want their free uh student loans they want all that stuff paid off so yeah, that they, they can take that money and that they can go out and buy their new jordans do they still make jordans i don't know i'm out of it but whatever they're going to go they're going to spend money on something stupid they do including weed hey it's legal here in colorado i don't use yeah. it but hey, hey arizona yeah you guys got legal now too oh yeah oh yeah but now the the legal weed suppliers they can't keep up with the illegal stuff coming in from mexico and so all these uh these uh pot dealers are asking for money from the government because they're all going under uh my nephew said that uh the new street weed is starting to come in with fentanyl oh that's good just what so, we need. They put fentanyl in everything, man. You're gonna buy some weedies one day with some fentanyl. That's right. If it's if it comes in from south south of the border, <laughs> weedies with I met fentanyl, yeah. and that shit's killing people, man. Dude, that's the number one killer for people eighteen to what forty eight or something like that. The number one killer. It's not. It's not COVID. It's, it's not suicide. It's not guns. It's fentanyl. Fentanyl. It's killing everybody. That's right. And where is it all coming from? China. China, Mexico. Through the Mexican border. That's right. What is, I don't even know if, I know it's a narcotic, but what, is it like a, is it processed? Is it like made in a lab somewhere? I believe it is. Because I know heroin's naturally made from the poppy seed. And I know. That's correct. Marijuana is made, is naturally grown from the ground. Cocaine's right. naturally made from the coca leaf. Right. Well, let's, uh. I'll, I'll look it up. I know Crystal Meth's bathtub brew. How <laughs> is fentanyl made? A little, we're going to Google it. Uh, let's see. Fentanyl is a synthetic opioid. There you go. Uh, that is 50 to 100 times stronger than morphine. 
pharmaceutical fentanyl was developed for pain management treatment of cancer patients applied in a patch of the skin because of its powerful opioid properties. Fentanyl is also diverted for abuse. Fentanyl is added to heroin to increase its potency or be disguised as highly potent heroin. Many uh, users believe they are purchasing heroin and actually don't know that they are purchasing fentanyl, which often results in overdose deaths. Uh, Clandestinely produced fentanyl is primarily manufactured in, wait for it, drum roll, Mexico. There you go. Yep. So there you go. So that's the, uh, that's what's going on. So then it's, it's bathtub brew too then. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you ain't wrong. Says they've been talking about going after the cartel super labs, but won't touch the Gaina chemical factories. But I think he meant to say China. 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 It was it was huge. So, do you think this is going to be a red wave or red red tsunami, or do you think it's going to? Do you think it's? I all- think it's going to be a mega wave. Mega wave. A mega wave. Yeah, I know Trump's people didn't do real good down uh, in what Georgia. But I don't trust Georgia elections anyway. But uh, everywhere else, the rest of the country, they seem to be doing pretty good. And uh, we know that Carrie Lake, she is a uh, she's uh, a huge Trumper here, and she's got you know she got Trump support. Oh no, Trump! Oh, Gina, I see. Oh. Trump says Gina, I see. <laughs> what about uh? Do you think Liz Cheney's done? You think she's D-U-N? Man, I hope so. I, You know, Wyoming, I hope the people up there are uh, getting their act together. She's a clown. Dude, she might as well just be a Democrat. Same with uh, Mitt. Mitt Romney. Oh, he's done in, uh, he's done in Utah. Yeah, they got to get rid of these people. Uh, same with that idiot up in Maine. And I think the, uh, I think the lady up in uh, Alaska, too. Right? Oh, All these idiots. Rhinos. They're done, dude. I know for a fact. Uh, I think like Cheney's done. I think because uh, dude, they're already they went after her day one. She was primaried the moment she opened up her big trap. Yeah, she's a buffoon. She is not. I mean, Wyoming is about as conservative as you can get. That thing's you know fire, saying? cherry red, man. It's as red as yeah your shirt, yeah. your Polaris shirt, and they're <laughs> maga red. My Polaris. Yeah. Yeah, Polaris. They're MAGA red up there, so they don't uh, they don't mess around with those rhinos. Yep. Uh, anyway, hey, I know you're not feeling well, and yep. we've been doing this for what about an hour and a half. So, if you're ready to call it, I'm ready to call it. I'll let you do your ending. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, good to hear you, your voice, Bear, and we uh, maybe we'll do this more often. Yes, sir. Maybe I'll if to, you're up for it, maybe I'll get you to do a reaction with me. I want to do it. I want to do it, but it's got to be something I've never heard before. Oh, I'll, I'll, I want it to. Yeah, I want it to be a real reaction. I'll have Freeberg pick a song. Okay. Yeah, I'm down with that. You know, Freeberg's become like a, a little celebrity, man. I Dude, she's a rock star. Some <laughs> of your videos. Viral, buddy. Viral. 35,000 viewers. Yes. Maybe more. <laughs> Freeberg's a true. Uh, she's a patriot, and I guess she's going to Texas this summer, so. She'll be down there. Oh, nice. All right. All right. All right, right, Brooke Knight. uh, Have a good one. You ain't wrong, says Sarah Palin. Yeah, she's up next in uh, Alaska. Yeah, that is very true. She is. Uh, That was my friend 
the conservative bear. I love bear. Uh, from up there in Colorado. And I want to thank you, uh, all you guys, for being here. Brooke, thanks for being here. You ain't wrong. Thanks for being here. DC Irish, I appreciate you popping in. And uh, get well, my friend. I didn't realize that uh, uh, you were going through uh, some of those things. I didn't realize that. Uh, I know there were some other folks here. Um, I know conservative Texan was here. And uh, my... Uh, my good friend uh, Todd Baker was in the room. Cybertoxin was in the room. Several other people. So I appreciate you all being here. It was good to be back in uh, and do a live and talk about guns and talk about uh, the silliness that the left is pushing. Uh, again, they're actually trying to convince us now that guns kill people. All you got to do is say, well, okay, if guns kill people, then uh, I guess... If I give you this gun, it's going to kill people. Well, not if, not if I have it. Okay. Well, I guess uh, then it's not really the gun then, is it? It's, I guess it's the person behind the gun. Anyway, guys, God bless you all. I love you all. Hope you have a great night. Keep fighting for the country because she's worth it. And until next time, which uh, I don't know when that'll be, but until next time, we will see you next time. Take care. 